Welcome to season two of the Oklahoma Innovate That podcast. In each episode, we talk to innovators, CEOs, founders, inventors, scientists, and entrepreneurs that are helping make Oklahoma a national leader in science, innovation, and technology. The Innovate That podcast is a production of OCAST, the Oklahoma Center for the Advancement of Science and Technology. OCAST is the Oklahoma State Agency for technology-based economic development, working to move innovative ideas from concept to commercialization. You can learn more at ocas.ok.gov. Now here's your host, Oklahoma Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell. Hey everybody, this is uh, Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell coming to you with another edition of the Innovate That podcast brought to you by OCAST. I just want to say thank you for everybody that listens to uh, this podcast uh, throughout the year. have really enjoyed uh, bringing you uh, great Oklahomans, great Oklahoma companies that are are innovative uh, and really demonstrate why Oklahoma is the best place to live, work, and raise a family. So in this episode, uh, we are shining a spotlight on Aon, a standout manufacturing company based in Oklahoma. Uh, join us as we applaud this impressive, uh, these impressive innovations during Manufacturing Month. Uh, all during Manufacturing Month, we're going to be uh, uh, really heaping a whole lot of praise on a lot of our uh, innovative companies uh, right here uh, in Oklahoma. We'll explore uh, Aon's remarkable achievements, discover how their collaboration with OCAST is driving innovation, and explore how Aon is making a significant impact Uh, on the future of HVAC technology right here in Oklahoma. It is really impressive uh, what they are doing uh, when it comes to HVAC and and where uh, HVAC uh, technology is moving. Uh, So please welcome Brent Stockton, the Director of Engineering at Aon. Brent, uh, thanks for for being here today. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, A little bit on on Aon, a little bit more in the weeds. So headquartered in Tulsa, said they were in Oklahoma, they're in the Tulsa area. Uh, Aon, a pioneering company in the heating, uh, ventilation, and air conditioning. That, that is what is called HVAC industry. Uh, Aon has consistently led the way uh, in developing cutting-edge cutting HVAC solutions. I mean, they are known around the world in the HVAC space. I've done a number of tours uh, over uh, at uh, your impressive facility there uh, in Oklahoma. So, Brent, again, thanks for being here. We can kind of jump right into this uh, now, knowing kind of a little bit about Aon, uh, but introduce yourself. Okay, I'm Brent Stockton, Director of Engineering. I've been at Aon for a little over 30 years. 30 years. I was an Oklahoma native, born and bred here, raised, went to uh, Oklahoma State University, graduated uh, with an engineering degree, and then shortly after went to work for Aon. And I've held multiple positions inside the engineering department at Aon, uh, originally starting as kind of manufacturing support. Uh, from the engineering perspective and then moving into design did cabinet and sheet metal design and uh, then into refrigeration design and then uh, basically product manager for many years of uh, a lot of our products and then into R&D and then ultimately into director of engineering. That's great. So I mean right out of Oklahoma State right out of engineering school went straight day on been with them uh, for the 30 years oh well that's a uh, it, it doesn't usually work that way uh, these days anymore right. with as much transitioning as going. Well, that's great. I'm, we're glad you're doing it. So discuss how Aon's projects 
have created opportunities for local talent, fostering skill development, uh, and expertise within the state. Again, you, you know, you were you were an engineering graduate. You went straight there. Obviously, this economy is is very complex, uh, and again, this kind of this this competition for talent, but. Uh, tell me how Aon's projects have created opportunities there. So, you know, Aon's been a growing company for the past 30 years, and, you know, we've mentored numerous people, hired a lot of engineers uh, and various technical people throughout the years. You know, we spent $35 million on a lab facility, and so that's really, oh, wow. you know, increased the amount of talent that's needed to run that and support that with design projects of different uh, types. So. Well, and, and I would think too, probably recruits. I mean, right. I bet some of that talent, that competition for talent, I, they see a $35 million lab. I mean, was that a recruitment tool for Aon it, as well? It has definitely helped with the recruitment yeah. side. So you take a, you know, a group of students and bring them in and show them the facilities and they're kind of awestruck about, yeah. you know, what we have and what we can do. So yeah. it really helps Yeah, because no offense, when I say, when I think HVAC, I don't necessarily right. think innovation in a $35 million lab. Uh, that was one of the many things that was so impressive with Aon is if you think HVAC is boring, then you've never been to Aon. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so it, provide some insight into the innovative projects that you have undertaken. Again, we're talking about how innovative it is. Dig in a little bit on, on some of those so, projects. Yeah, I mean, over the years, Aon's really come out with a lot of firsts uh, in the industry. We started out probably way back in the day doing full modulating reheat. And so it allowed the unit to essentially adjust the leaving air temperature to whatever's needed while it's in dehumidification mode, which is kind of a, a big part for the you know, parts of the country in the south where humidity is a big issue yeah. allowed the unit to do a great job of dehumidification while maintaining space temp and everything else. Uh, we moved into uh, backward curve plenum fans, direct dry plenum fans, and so that was a real kind of industry push uh, that wasn't there. Most everybody was running belt drive forward curve fans, and so the push behind that was really to do the get the efficiency of the fans, the capability of the fans, and it also brings about uh, sound benefits as well. So they typically have a lower sound hmm. uh, footprint. So okay. that was some of the things. We've also done uh, variable capacity compressors, uh, which allowed a, a compressorized DX unit to basically meet whatever the load is, which historically, much like your residential units, they turn on and off to, to meet the load. And so you get a, a lot of cycling, a lot of temperature swings, whereas with variable capacity, the unit's able to run, meet the load, and sit there and maintain and give you a nice, even, comfortable temperature. Hmm. And so that really brought about, you know, we do a fair amount of lab work in terms of actually conditioning the labs yeah. because of that. So. And are these patents that you, I mean... Uh, uh, in some cases, we patented stuff. Uh, yeah. In the early days, we didn't typically patent as much. Yeah. Uh, we kind of had to push there for a while to do more patents, and and so it just depends. Uh, you know, we do low-leak dampers, which I think was one that we did work on a patent okay. on. Uh, we also have cold-climate air source heat pumps is one of the latest pushes. And so that's really been And again, all of thing. that uh, discovery and, and, and tinkering is done in this, in this lab. Yes. And, yeah. and, and, I mean, competitive advantage that you have over uh, competitors as well, I'm assuming, with, with that kind of lab? Yeah, when you start getting into uh, heat pumps, you've got to have a lab that's capable of running yeah. you know, a wide range of conditions. And so we can actually run down to minus 20 degrees yeah. ambient. And yeah. so it's 
you know, you can do so much with simulation and design, but then, you know, comes the yeah. real world of actually putting it into those conditions yeah, and seeing right. how it performs. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, so your, your story certainly could serve as inspiration for, for other companies and, and entrepreneurs. We talk a lot about entrepreneurship on this podcast. What advice would you offer uh, to those looking to follow a similar path of collaboration and innovation and impact on the industries and communities? Uh, the main thing on that as far as, you know, the collaboration between OCAST and in, in our case was Oklahoma State University, but, uh, you know, whichever university you pick is it allows you the ability, if you don't have the resources or the time to take on a project, uh, you can collaborate with the two and come up with essentially an extra set of resources to get a project done. Yeah. And so for us, we kind of looked at it and said there's some pending changes coming in the industry, so we were pretty full up. So we worked with Oklahoma State to come up with a project and, and got it funded through OCAST. Uh, you know, the other thing I would say about that is it brings up, it really helps create relationships with the uh, universities and the students. And so long term, it helps with if we've got additional projects that we want to work on, we now have a relationship with those yeah. uh, industries, you know, Absolutely. with those universities. It also helps a lot with. Uh, recruitment long-term and so to me it's not just the project itself as being a benefit but the recruitment side and the the long-term side of actually being able to bring stuff on you know bring additional people on yeah. board and have those connections yeah well and again that was all you had a relationship obviously being an OSU alum but uh, just just reached out to their engineering department to kind of start that conversation yeah, I mean, we've, we're kind of involved with them in some other areas. Yeah. We're uh, working with them on their SIBS, which is their center for uh, building systems that uh, we've been involved right. with. And that helped a lot. I mean, you get to know the professors, and then, like I say, we've kind of taken it a step further than yeah. with the OKS project. Well, that's good. I mean, we're, we're always looking to connect those dots between the people we're interviewing and and uh, that interaction with uh, OCAST and, and our higher education facilities. I get asked all the time, tell me about world-class research that's being done right. uh, at our higher education facilities. And that's just a great example of something we should further highlight. Uh, well, you mentioned it. I mean, the HVAC industry, it's undergoing changes to improve uh, energy efficiency and sustainability. How has Aon's innovation addressed these industry trends and contributed to more eco-friendly HVAC solutions? I mean, we're always pushing the, you know, pushing further uh, for improved energy efficiency and looking at different ways, whether it be, you know, new fan technology, compressor technology, heat exchangers, and sometimes it's even just the control side of how they're done. I mean, like in the case of this OCAS project, it's really the control of a defrost sequence on an air source heat pump and trying to minimize the impact of the unit going into defrost to defrost the outdoor coil. Mm -hmm. And so that's a thing where once we, you know, kind of optimize that as best we can, you'll actually see, you know, great improvements in terms of the energy consumption on a yeah. heat pump. Jeez. Yeah. All things over my head. <laughs> <laughs> so again, we're on the topic of, of those changes. So Again, uh, this is in my notes, didn't know this, but I mean, the scheduled uh, re refrigerant change in January of 2025 approaches. I mean, that this is a big deal inside the industry. H how is Aon gearing up to address uh, those challenges within the HVAC community? And additionally, it sheds some light on the collaborative role that OCAS plays in potentially enhancing the industry's response to this impending change. Because it's probably, you know, 
a lot of Americans, I mean, they don't know these these changes are coming, and, and these are things that the industry has to be working on for years as you lead up to that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something we stay on top of in terms of looking at where the regulations and, and things are heading. Uh, we've got several people that are involved in, in setting on standards and the creation of standards and, and those things to essentially know where the where the industry's heading. Uh, we spent years, as far as already, looking at the latest refrigerant. With OCAST, I think we'll probably see that OCAST can bring about a lot of help for there's going to be another transition in refrigerant on down the road. This current one is, is in my mind, is really a temporary refrigerant. And mm -hmm. the current thought is it'll probably last from about 2025 to 2030-ish, 2031, something okay. like that. And so I can see how OCAST will probably be more involved with that refrigerant change versus what they have been, per yeah. se, in this one. Yeah. So you're on top of it for, uh, for 2025. Yeah, I mean, this one came about reasonably quick. Uh, you know, the industry transitioned to the current refrigerant back in 2010. Aon kind of started releasing product out and on that one in uh, around 2004, 2005 time frame. So yeah. that one, we were far ahead of what the curve was. This one is a little different in the fact that it's a... Uh, an A2L refrigerant, a slightly flammable refrigerant, and so it's got some other safety challenges that come with it, so gotcha. it kind of truncated up everything. Good. Yeah, gotcha. Well, looking ahead, I mean, how can you envision OCAS's ongoing support uh, contributing to Aon's future growth? Again, we talked a little bit about that, uh, both in, ter in terms of te uh, tech, uh, tech innovation uh, and the positive influence on Oklahoma's economy. Yeah, I mean, we've this particular project that we've been working on is for air source heat pumps. And what we're seeing in the industry is a generalized shift as, as things are moving to more electrification away from fossil fuels. So mm -hmm. air source heat pumps become a big item. And so we've already seen a shift in our business more towards air source heat pumps. And with this project being tailored to optimizing the air source heat pump side for a commercial application, uh, it'll definitely add to, you know, the long-term effectiveness of the equipment and, and those things. You know, part of what we're looking at is sensor technologies and things okay. out there and kind of tapping the, the university side to say, okay, okay, you know, the industry's been doing this for a long time, but what things are out there that maybe are different, some of the new technology that come along that we don't always pick up. I mean, are your competitors just as proactive? I mean, it seems like you're really reaching out to, again, the – uh, the research space at higher in our higher, higher education facilities, which is, you know, music to my ears. But I mean, is everybody doing that? Uh, I think some are, but probably not to the same extent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we try to, you know, like I say, push the envelope a little bit of what things can we do different. Uh, the big thing for Aon has always been, you know, how do we meet the customer's needs at the best possible cost? Right. And it's not necessarily the cheapest unit, but it's also not necessarily most expensive, but yeah. do we, you know, how do we provide a, an equipment that'll meet their needs and be a long-term cost-effective solution? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're certainly doing that. Uh, as we wrap up, what what message would you would you like to leave uh, with our listeners about Aon's journey? I mean, it's collaboration with OCAST and and the transformational power of innovation within unexpected industries like this and regions. You know, I, the the main thing is, like, say, if you look at programs like OCAST, you can get projects done that maybe you don't have the time and resources for. That's a big benefit, but the other is really those connections you make with the university and the, the uh, students and the professors over there that will 
essentially allow you to grow long term. You know, if you don't have the resources to hire additional engineers to get stuff done, you can always go through OCAS to get that done. But the other is, is then when you do have the resources to add engineers on, you now have a connection to bring those students in. And you kind of a lot of times get a test drive because yeah. you can see the kids that are working on the project, how good they are, you know, which ones are better than others. Yeah. Well, and I would also say, I mean, th- this is uh, precisely why people pick Oklahoma, why they choose to grow businesses in Oklahoma, start businesses in Oklahoma. Right. Uh, that collaborative environment that we have uh, we play nicely in the sandbox together and that, again, any company can call up a university uh, or, again, our innovation pipeline that we have here with OCAST and others. I, I believe it's something that separates us. And it's one of the reasons we started this podcast is just to tell those stories, you know, yeah. and, and, and connect the dots for people listening of, hey, you can be a very big company like like an Aon and a national international company, but still be able to tap into state resources I'm, I would argue that, yes, there's other states that, that offer those same services, but we're pretty nimble and, and not a lot of bureaucracy there with inside our state uh, government system. That's correct. Yeah. I mean, it really has not been terrible on the you know paperwork side right. of, of, for Aon or even for the university side. So. Yeah, good. And a great collaboration. Great. Well, Brent, uh, thank you for being with us uh, here today. And again, I, I, uh, I certainly have learned a ton more about HVAC and that it's a whole lot more interesting and a whole lot more innovative than, uh, than I ever knew. And I love it that it's an Oklahoma company that's leading the way on it. Well, thank you. The Innovate That podcast has been brought to you again by OCAST. If you'd like the show, and I hope you like the show, please post a review, hit the like or subscribe button located almost anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Thank you again for joining us. Make sure to tune in next time to the Innovate That podcast.